0: Then I'm gonna throw a two, one, and I'm gonna- Ladies and gentlemen, turn my mic up a little bit, Jay. It's Thursday, and we're horned up. The episode ninety-seven of my bookie of Red Hawk recap. We had Mikey in here. He's been drunk for seven days straight. Okay, let's loosen up, boys. Grab ourselves a refreshment and Just got done uh, working with Shur. Oh yeah, Mikey. First time drinking water in how many days?
1: I think since the fight. Talking to that blue, uh, that blue piece. There we go. Yeah, I think since the fight. That's like that might be the first water I've had. It's, oh, been, wow. it's been a roughie celebrating beating Holy that Russian's <laughs> ass. Yeah, you look, you look uh, a little bit haggard. No, just <laughs> you
0: look good. Uh, Real quick here. We're gonna have a hell of an episode here, um, but real quick, my bookie. We've all been there before. We can trip to the casino, canceled because real life came calling. Well, my bookie's new and improved online casino is here to change the game. Dive into a truly realistic casino experience featuring the latest in slots, progressive jackpots, and live dealer action, all from the comfort of your own home. Take advantage of. A weekly blackjack tournaments and a brand new collection of high-end games for a chance at real cash rewards. The MyBookie Casino provides a Las Vegas experience when the action is in your hands, and the best part is you don't even have to wear pants. Your adventure at MyBookie Casino begins today with a generous sign-up bonus using promo code RED Hawk, all caps. That's promo code RED Hawk to secure yourself a sweet deposit bonus, and that's not all because their revamped loyalty program ensures that you'll be showered with rewards, including free spins, cashback offers, and a host of exclusive VIP perks. The more you play, the more you win play anytime anywhere with the my bookie casino okay we're here with my buddy Michael
1: Hamill we've been friends for damn probably coming up on a decade now seriously because I think I've been at the gym for a little over eight years
0: yeah so eight years I remember back in the day I came in and my I don't know if it was Mike's first day but he's he's bounced around and he's literally in a wrestling stance and it's sparring day and people are fucking putting the boots to his (laughs) head
1: that was my first day
0: yeah Yeah. his first day he's in a wrestling stance and we got 16 ounces in in shin pads on and he's getting kicked in the head and just yachty and everyone's running them all around room. i'm like damn this kid doesn't even know how to put his hands up yet
1: dude i had people like asking me they're like how many pro fights you got i'm like first day but i had to borrow i think you gave me shin guards Uh and then crouch gave me boxing gloves yep i remember i got kicked so hard that day and I was so off balance that I fell through the door. Because at the old gym, remember how we used to have those glass yeah. doors to walk in? And there was like little kids out there showing up. And I'm like face down. First time I've ever probably been concussed like that. I was like, what the
0: fuck? And ever since then, you've had a little twitch to you. Yeah. Or a little so,
1: lisp. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of talking outside <laughs> of my mouth.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that, that, that's that been good. And how many years has it been? It's like we've we've been in the sport for so many years and just been broke for how long? Yeah just like and what do you do when you're stressing like about the future because you got emily um you got all your dogs eventually you're gonna have a family at, w- at what point was it like holy fuck? were you kind of questioning am i ever gonna make any money doing this
1: uh yeah so i think probably that fight that i got dq'd because i was like i'd taken two losses then i won a fight and you know i was like seven and i was like seven and two and then i'm like ah i win this one i'm probably getting called up you know what i mean but mm-hmm. shit at that point i've been doing it for hard for like five and a half six years and not making any money and so then when i got that one dq'd i'm like i'm fucked i was like i gotta go in three in a row again now mm-hmm. like some shit like that before i'm gonna get called back up so after that emily luckily i got pretty lucky right when we first started dating we were like obviously pretty broke but then she got a good job and stuff like that. And so she got that good job and was able to support us. It's not like we were living lavishly, yeah. but like she had my back, could support us, everything. We, we had a roof over our heads. And then once I got signed, then we did a little bit better. But then even once I got signed, I lose my first two. Mm-hmm. So th- then I'm not really making money either. Like my first Bellator check, I didn't get shit. I missed weight for the first time ever in my life. Had to give them 30%. <sighs> had to give my manager at the time, was such bullshit, 20%. Then you give the gym 10 Mm-hmm. All right. 70% gone. Yeah. You're leaving there with 300 bucks. Bro, for real. Like, (laughs) after I paid like corner meals and like shit like that on the week, I was like, tied. I made an LFA fight salary again.
0: Dude, people don't realize, like, you hear it on podcasts, all these kind of stories all the time. It's like, oh, we're struggling, struggling. And then we start making a little bit of money. You start making it a little bit. But people don't realize
1: how many fighters never get there. Yeah. Most don't. Yeah, most. Like, I want to say, like, the people that probably over their career have like a plus symbol at the end of it as far as like earnings it yeah. has got to be one percent of fighters yeah rare rare a lot of
0: fighters their biggest paydays will be 10k and they dedicated yeah. their life to the sport yeah
1: they get into the ufc fucking go oh and two sick there you go you made 15k in two fights after mm-hmm. you paid people off in taxes
0: <laughs> yeah and even before that before we got into bellator and stuff i remember being in lfa what was your record in lfa at that point i think it was four and one
1: or going into the LFA?
0: Yeah, when you got dropped by that guy.
1: Oh, I was uh 5 and 0 at that point. Okay, 5
0: and 0. So we're yeah. like right on the brim and then you get clipped by that fucking little jack Brazilian
1: guy and then you lost the one after that, right? Yeah. Yeah, so then then I sat out for a little bit, dealing with a hip injury, come back, get freaking put down and arm armbar. <laughs> so what was your mind like after that that's that second that was two
0: losses in a row. Yeah. Two losses in a row and were you thinking like when when do I change paths or do I just this is I'm I'm going all in. I'm sticking to this. I don't give a fuck fight.
1: No, I had to stick all in because it was like at that that was the first part of my career where I was like I'm maybe not a 45 anymore cuz I'd have those drastic weight cuts. Like I think before that fight where I lost to Winski for my second loss in a row, I cut like 14 pounds the night before and just had zero fluid in my brain and Rob had knocked me out 2 weeks before. Like I should not have been fighting. <laughs> dude that's another one too like my,
0: my first tournament in Bellator cut into 55 and Benson fucking wobbled me so hard and I couldn't remember who I was fighting I was like crying in the locker room I'm yeah. like I gotta fight this this Darion kid next week they're like you're not fighting Darion I'm like Fuck. <laughs> and I'm fighting this this power puncher but yeah I remember at 45 you'd get barely touched and wobbled yeah now at 55 this fucking Russian yeah cracked you almost knocked you out a couple times and you come back thank god you're in such great shape for this last fight
1: do you think that's what i was saying i was like because i'm always in good shape but this camp had kind of tested me too i don't know what i got in the middle of camp but i had zero tank in all my rounds like i was like 30 seconds into my first round i'm getting like mauled by our amateurs Mm -hmm. i'm like what the hell is this and so i don't know if i got really sick but luckily the last week of camp i felt awesome I, obviously, I felt great. So, God, it's so badass. It's so badass, especially because
0: you you visualize a fight for however many weeks eight, nine, ten weeks, whatever you visualize visualize it going this certain way. You rarely visualize it. You getting wobbled three times in the first round. No, so most people. In that position, would be like, oh fuck, this. I'm just meant to lose this fight, or they start playing games in their mind, and then they just spiral downhill.
1: But you fucking scrapped, and that guy gassed him out, beating you <laughs> up in the <that laughs> first round, and then <laughs> you fucking fucked him up. Yeah, dude, it was one of those weird things too, because like everyone was talking to me, they're like, what were you thinking in that first round? I was like, I wasn't, and I was like, I didn't even really remember the first round. I went back to the corner. And David and Crouch are obviously like, hey, let's slow our breathing down. Da, da, da. And I looked at Crouch. I was like, I got pretty fucked up that round, huh? <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, that's okay. We're going to win the next two. <laughs> I was like, no, all right.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, uh, Mikey was supposed to fight, I think around, like, what'd you guys get to the arena around four ish? Literally got to the arena at four. So you get to the arena at four. You're probably, did they say you're the swing
1: bout? No. So there wasn't any swing bouts on this. We were supposed to be good. But then the, uh arena didn't book out the ambulance so you can't start a show without an ambulance so the ambulance shows up an hour and a half late so then our prelims are obviously going to run into showtime fights and so they're like all right you five fuck off (laughs) yeah and people don't know
0: what the swing bout is they they say hey you're the bout that we're going to fit in whether it's if the prelims run way too long then you'll be after the main event but if the prelims run quick then we'll put you in so it's kind of a sucky spot to be in i thought you were yeah. the swing bout and i'm like god how is he the swing bout when this is such
1: a high profile fight well and also like because i i said like the same thing when i heard they were bumped me i was like how do you guys pick who's getting bumped i was like we got these like oh and one dudes who are making a debut because they're local kids mm-hmm. i was like and they're not i was like fighting a 10 and O guy from King yeah and Cliff, i was like but... i want a three fight win streak and fighting a savage mm-hmm. you know what i mean so yeah i was a little butthurt about that but but something
0: eh. like that. So you get to the arena. You got wrapped up. Were you starting to get warm already?
1: No, luckily I hadn't. So I had literally just got wrapped up. The Alex who was fighting supposed to fight right before me. He was almost done with his warm up. And they come back and tell us that we're not going anymore. So I got lucky. I just cut my hand wraps off. But then they wouldn't let us leave. And I'm like, dude. I was like, I didn't bring enough food, so they gave us like money and like Bryce and David had to go across the street to like get like cliff Little bars. Dogs. Yeah, the fucking gas station. You know what I mean? Like that's uh, all we had. We're in downtown, you know, there's not really convenience stores. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, they went and got me like six cliff bars. I had a Reese's some Reese's cups back there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like an asshole, but <laughs> Oh, it's good.
0: See, that's another thing that fucking freaked people out. I've been with people I've been with people in big shows even the UFC fights where guys are freaking out in the back so fucking bad. They're freaking out. Mm-hmm. They're almost crying before they're walking out. You have to almost talk them into fighting, and then you yeah. get them on the walk, and then they go. But you did a good job at just staying calm, like, whatever.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, I've, I think I've always been pretty good at that. You know, I've competed my whole life, and so I've always been pretty good at, like, staying chill, but I don't know. This, this one might have broke me a little bit if... I wasn't so mature now in my fight career like if this had happened right when I got signed to Bellator I probably would have thrown a fit. Mm-hmm. I would have been like no I can't do it. I guess he was the guy I was fighting. I guess he was like out there screaming like no I'm not way. fucking doing this. Uh-huh. Cuz they came in and they're like hey dude your opponents are freaking out out there. I'm like all right chill I'm like eating a Reese's cup texting. That's fucking <laughs> sweet.
0: Yeah. Did that get you kind of boosted when you're like he's freaking the fuck Oh guy. for sure.
1: Hell yeah. That's probably why he gasped too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. had his emotions on a roller coaster for mm-hmm. we were back there for what was it? eight hours something like that like i I think i walked at 12 yeah you know i mean got there at four so yeah
0: like that's probably where it's nice to having david and bryce just in in crowd yeah the boys just chill out Uh have a good time and always with bulldog it's just fun being around bulldog for a fight it's yes uh, yeah
1: he's just like the fucking best dude ever to have around yeah like his his quirky little attitude like he always keeps the mood light and he's just a fucking warrior yeah so he makes it like
0: this is not a big deal it's a fucking fight who cares
1: he's like i used to fight on dirt ground in a strip (laughs) club for fucking dollar bills you know what i mean yeah
0: for sure um so I mean, for so what do you? What kind of shit do you do? Because you've blown out your shoulder. What kind yep. of surgery do you get on your shoulder?
1: Okay, so when I blew it out in college, I tore everything you can tear in your shoulder. So Ugh. I was I was wrestling. It was like first round at Philly uh, Junior Nationals, mm-hmm. like the big nationals after. So it was after my red shirt year. First thirty seconds in on the tournament, kids in on a single leg. I like post out, and he goes to hit a gut wrench. But you know when you're at that part where it's like you're just about to break a sweat, but you're just sticky. I was had to have been just sticky elbow hits the mat so then this part of my arm was on my back so i legit thought he ripped my arm off like i'm like laying on my back screaming and i can't see it it's oh. like behind me was like, ah. so so then they uh, in wrestling they'll try to put your shoulder back into place on the mat so they like bring these doctors out they're like trying to put it like back into place it's not going so they bring me into the back area they put like a towel around my armpit, towel around my hip, towel around my knee. I have three people pulling me one way and one doctor just sitting here yanking my shoulder. But I tore so much that when it popped out, everything was like in between so it couldn't like get back into the socket. I so, guess that's so what they, they told me. So they're yanking on it, still yanking on the ligaments. Still oh yanks. yeah. Yeah, they probably tore yeah. it more to be honest. Fuck. Wow. But yeah, so it wasn't going in and I'm like screaming at him. And they're like, all right, we got to do this. So I see him like fill up this like vial of something shove it in my neck it was like just a heavy dose of muscle relaxers because i was just so tense snaps that thing back in
0: coaches send you back out yeah <laughs> get power let's go
1: <laughs> but yeah so then i went so then i went to the doctor obviously got an mri and the guy was like it looks like a bomb went off i tore oh. my, i tore my labrum in half like in three different spots tore all four of my rotator muscles completely off uh tore my hillsax legion which is i guess like in your back and then my pec was down in my rib cage because i tore my pec too the only thing i didn't tear was my bicep Dude, but that fucking shit would put most people out forever yeah oh it was it was rough man like i was supposed to be out for like a year and i think i wrestled my first match like seven months later or something like that or like six months later i don't know it's not i mean but you see it still still gives me pretty good issues but then i tore it again like I think my whole Bellator career, my bicep was torn Because like, you look at my pre-fight photos, you can see it's just like rolled down. Mm-hmm. But then it really started bugging me in my motor fight. And so then after that fight, got it looked at. And they're like, yeah, you don't have a bicep tendon. So, so you've just been kind of dealing with it. Yeah. But, I mean, the bicep's good. Everything healed up. Actually, it's been pretty good lately. I just got that weird weird little tick. Mm-hmm. Let's keep the hammy going. I know. That little tick he got is
0: kind of would throw someone off. I'd be like, is his shoulder fucked up or is he fainting on me? <laughs> So did you so what what kind of shit do you do for recovery cuz you're not a big weed guy? Nope. I know you
1: like your booze. Yeah, but you can't really do that to recover in camp, right? You know what I mean? That that's but not recovery. <laughs> yeah, she, early Mike did. Yeah, early Mike. You know what I mean? Early. Like I was drinking weekends before fights when I first started fighting, mm-hmm. but now it's like I do 6 weeks pretty hard now. Like, hey, and you try
0: to clean it up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so I worked with that nutritionist for a while. You know what I mean? So me changing my diet during camp at least, really helped me out, helped lean me out, helped me put on good weight. I just felt better during like rounds and stuff like that. Because you don't realize like when you're eating shitty, you're probably not eating that much food, but you're like still not losing weight. When you're eating really good, you can eat a lot. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes my lunches are like too big. I'm like, dude, I got to break this into two meals. Mm -hmm. So I do that. But really for recovery, I'd I'd started ice bathing this camp just because my legs were just gone like the whole time. I just started working with a new like strength, strength and conditioning coach. So this is the first camp I've ever lifted during. You know what I mean? So I think I've noticed a big difference in there. I thought he was going to be way bigger and stronger because he was a 70-pounder coming down. Mm-hmm. But I held him up against the cage easy. Like, the first exchange we got in where, like, I underhooked him, I was like, oh, this is nice. I'm actually stronger than – I haven't been stronger than, like, any 55ers that I fought.
0: Yeah, you did such a good job because early on he was shutting down your shots. But still, yeah. just later on, you still timed him and committed to him. Uh, it was pretty fucking sweet. So, is there like, when you've gotten surgeries – because how many surgeries have you
1: gotten? What am I – at? six, I think. Let's see here. So I, wrist in high school, then shoulder, then ACL, then hip or hip happened too. Another shoulder, broke my face. Yes, yeah, a six. One
0: two, yeah. So we're we're probably around the same. And it's hard too, cause you you get those surgeries. They give you some pain pills, and you go, oh, finally I feel nothing. <laughs>
1: yeah i know And then it's like
0: hard to get off them all huh?
1: oh yeah yeah dude it, it is you have to be like no i'm not i'm not refilling this script because this, it's just too easy yeah Me and bryce talk about it we're like you shouldn't do things like you should be aware of something that you can do every day mm-hmm. you know what i mean like, some people can drink every day. Fuck, I have this week because I'm partying and celebrating and stuff like that. But it's like, you can't drink every day. Like, that's just not sustainable. But you can take those every day and probably live a life. Yeah, you know start I mean? getting
0: numb. And But then yeah. but then what point is this like, oh, God, I need triple dose or quadruple dose. Now it's like, uh, that don't do shit. Uh, no, you're a hit of heroin.
1: See ya. Yeah, the then piece. I need fentanyl. Then you got your alopecia coming back. <laughs> ah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> your alopecia went away? Uh, kind of. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's like... I think pretty much once I, I think I was just stressed from being broke. I had had student loan people calling me all the time. You know what I mean? I couldn't make a payment on that. I had like a medical bill that I hadn't been able to pay that was like kind of big because I cleaned it outside a fight.
0: Emily's already
1: helping you a ton. Yeah. So you can't
0: be like, babe, can you pay my student loan? Well, yeah,
1: but I mean, we had enough to get by, but we didn't have enough for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that's when like it got really bad and I was just like, oh man, this sucks because I didn't ever think I was stressed, but I definitely was like now that I look back at it because now I'm, I'm so much better. You have a little bit of just,
0: I mean, people say the money don't bring happiness, but it just brings a little bit of comfort. Yeah. It just brings a little bit of comfort, especially when you have a yeah. girl who's been helping you for so long. Now you can spoil her a little bit.
1: Dude, you can go to like dinner if you want to, and it's not a big deal. Yeah. You know, like I remember being like, oh, I'm getting Wendy's four for four because it's cheaper than buying chicken breast at the store. Mm-hmm. So I was literally living like the early part of my fight career on like Wendy's four for four <laughs>
0: through. God, just people have no idea, no idea that how many... How many fighters are struggling with that? Just being fucking broke.
1: Yeah, it's gnarly too. And then I tell people this also. Like most people, most rich people don't fight. Why would you, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're like it's definitely a poor man's sport. Yeah. So it's not like all of us have these like family members that we can be like, hey, you mind helping me out? while I'm like going through my fight career yeah let me give you like 3 bucks or 3k a month or whatever for living expenses and stuff like that so all you have to worry about is training Yeah, like nobody has that Rare. so it's like you're hustling trying to give wrestling privates I was teaching people how to box before I definitely should have been able to do that Uh (laughs) you know what I mean like I'm just doing all these stupid things to make 20 bucks here's 20 bucks here's 60 bucks I
0: remember the sparring day we were still I think you were still an amateur I'm not sure but you ran into a knee and you fucking broke your face oh
1: dude that was like six months into fighting yeah I'd only had one fight at that point
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah that was you gnarly. ran into a knee
0: and it, it, people don't understand it's like you hit take a bat I'm trying to think what you'd hit to make the same sound maybe Dude, a two it by literally four? it
1: literally sounded like somebody broke a two by four I wish I yeah. still had the video
0: smack I remember it hearing it loud and clear and I'm like oh and then you left in your face and then the x-ray like
1: you fucked your face bro I broke everything I have like six plates in my face now like I didn't even know you have a bone that connects like your eye to your ear, broke that, shattered my orbital. Then you have like a bone that like goes from your nose, like down to your jaw, shattered that. Like it was, it was bad because I remember I was sitting, I didn't think you could even break your face. Right. I didn't, mm-hmm. that's like something that didn't register to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so Crouch is like, you should go to the hospital. And I thought he didn't like know me that well as a human. And so I was like, this guy thinks I'm a pussy. hmm and so I looked at him, I was like, why the fuck would I go to the hospital? What are they going to do? Give me ibuprofen, tell me not to sleep for a little bit because I got a concussion? Like, nah, I'm good. Uh, and he's like, ah, you need to go to the hospital. So I go in the emergency room and they're like, what happened? I'm like, ah, I got hit with a knee in practice. And they're like, oh, okay, go sit down. So I'm like sitting there in the waiting room. Duh, duh, duh. I'm there probably for two hours. And then my eyeball started sagging. And so my vision started getting all jacked up. Like it was like I was watching like a blurry TV. Your and so, eyes started going wonky? Yeah. And so I literally went up to the front and I was like, hey, uh, I don't know what's up. But like <laughs> I, I was like, but I can't really see right now. And like at this point in the two hours, probably since the last time that lady had saw me, my face had just erupted with size. And so she's like what happened again? And I was like, I think I, I, cause I didn't know. I didn't know that I didn't get knocked out. I just didn't remember it. I was like, I, I got knocked out at practice. She's like, what do you do? I was like, I'm an MMA fighter. And she's like, oh my goodness. Why didn't you tell us that? Brings me back like immediately. Gives me like a CT scan. And then I'm like sitting in the area with like my buddy Zobot cause we were supposed to have the keg race that night for college wrestling team. Mm-hmm. And so I like peeked my head out cause I've been in there for like an hour after the CT scan. I was like, Hey, is it cool if we leave? Like everything's good, yeah. And she's like, "When's the last time you ate?" I was like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> I gotta have surgery." God. Dude. Yeah, so they had to fly in like two plastic surgeons to have surgery. And you got surgery face. that day? Uh that next morning because one of the plastic surgeons who worked for the clinic was on vacation. They literally had to cut his vacation short. He had to come back <sighs> early. <laughs> to came put up, me like, back together. Did still go
0: to the keg run? No, dude, I had to miss it.
1: <laughs> I was I was one of the team
0: captains too. I was pissed. <laughs> dude, and that okay? So now he signed with Bellator and then they they, they almost treat you in Bellator like they want you're tough and you have a pretty good record and they want to feed you to guys I so, know so your first fight was against Borix Adam Borix who's a mm-hmm. fucking savage and then your second fight is against Nurmagomedov you came off a loss you're yeah. coming off a loss and then they give you Habib's brother or whatever yeah. cousin whatever he is now he's a champion and then you have a close fight with him and then Bellator's like oh shit this guy's pretty fucking tough but now I think they're realizing, okay, now Hamill's one we can build up. Yeah. But it took that many fights to well, get t- the respect from them.
1: Yeah, it took a while, right? Like, even after my Norman Manoff fight, because we knew he was good, but we didn't know how good, and obviously that fight aged pretty well, especially me winning the third round, because mm-hmm. that's the only round he's ever lost in his career. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that did well for me. But then even my, like, next fight, they give me an LFA champ. Mm-hmm. Like, but, I mean, that's just what you're fighting at that level, right? Like, everybody yeah. is good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, unless you're just like one of the local amateurs or something. Yeah, yeah. To there. So, what's your favorite thing you kind of do for recovery? Do you do anything special or not
1: really? Uh, let me see here. I I honestly like like if I'm really beat down or something like that, I think rollerblading helps me like a ton. <laughs> to be honest, dude, like I'll ice bath and then like I got to get my legs going because it's like, it's so easy to get done after like a hard weight session, hard wrestling day. And then it's like, I had, I worked out hard for five hours today, probably burned 5,000 calories. And you just, to get off the couch, it's tough. But I've noticed the more like I sit and I'm stagnant, I almost feel worse. Mm-hmm. And so Emily and I will take the dogs rollerblading like at night and then I'll like ice bath before bed and that normally helps me a ton would you just get some ice for your tub yeah yeah i just i'll go buy like 10 10 pounds or whatever or like 10 bags at the circle k or whatever but i coach these two kids and their dad actually has one of those plunges that you have and so every once in a while i like go up to his place yeah it's dangerous going to the skate park though like i go there with my skateboard or if you went there with the blades it's like
0: it's it's impossible to have crews and have a good time you're always trying to push the limits oh absolutely yeah i gotta stay away from the skate park
1: (laughs) fuck dude and then i'm such an idiot like i'll i'll be like oh, i'm gonna backflip this i haven't done it since i'm eight but i, I yeah. could do it once it <laughs> yeah break my fingers i
0: know the other day i went to the skate park and i tried to just i'm like i can no slide that i've no slide hundreds of those go to no slide. it hit my hit my shin and my knee and i like fall on the back, my back and there's a bunch of other skateboarders and i like try to tough it out and i crawl to the, the grass i'm just laying there holding my knee and <laughs> uh, like uh, just fucking laugh like a puss <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah dude i can't go to the skate park anymore i'm I'm too reckless with that because I'm actually pretty good on rollerblades. Mm-hmm. Like I can do. I mean, being good at rollerblades, like maybe being like the tallest midget, like it's not a big deal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? But <laughs> I <I'd> tread though. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, here we go. We got we got to announce Henry Cejudo versus Cheeto. I'm curious to what Jason Perillo said when they got offered that fight. Like, cause Cheeto looked like garbage against Corey. I don't know if it's just like he had a bad day or what happened, but it, it kind of looked, looked like how I thought he was gonna look. But I thought he was too slow. Yeah. On the on his on his back, though, you think he'd know how to yeah. shrimp. Yeah. He's got a black belt in jiu-jitsu. You think he'd know how to shrimp. Or you think he'd know how to wrestle up to a single leg. Or you think he'd know how to get his guard.
1: But he literally did nothing. Like, well, do you think he just doesn't do that anymore because he got his black belt? And I know how they train it. Like, unless he's getting it at other gyms, they don't do that really at Ruka. What do they do at Ruka, kind of? You know, you like, hit mitts in the bag. Hit mitts and just spar. And then you bit. just spar, yeah. So, like, when I was at Ruka for a little bit, uh i obviously didn't have money to pay perillo and so i was just like sparring partners for like all the guys that they would like bring in mm-hmm. and stuff like that so that's just all they really do they spar and then you spar hard there because is like a hard-nosed boxing coach so it's like they they scrap mm-hmm. but then it's like a lot of bag work but hopefully it's, you can get it in somewhere
0: else you know what i mean get some live wrestling or, or grappling because i'm i'm like in three rounds i'm curious i'm like how i know cheeto's a gangster or whatever but it's like still at some point you got to be smart about your matches because i don't know how in his mind he thinks he's gonna beat henry in three rounds no right? henry's
1: gonna do what sandhagen probably did to him just take him down beat him Bat- up on guard and just fucking
0: batter him it's like yeah he, he, of course he can get lucky with a knee or something but
1: but how many times do we see people get lucky with a knee fighting a high-level wrestler?
0: Yeah, and someone who looked
1: as good as Henry did against Aljo. Like, Yeah. He looks fucking good. Well, because he is good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Henry, he's annoying as shit, but uh-huh. that little guy can scrap. He's a fucking
0: stud for sure. So with Corey and Cheeto, it's like, hmm. I wonder what che-
1: Cheeto thinks there.
0: And same thing with Corey and Umar.
1: Like, damn. Oh, that's an interesting fight because Umar hasn't really like been tested, right? Mm-hmm yeah that's that's interesting i mean he's he's good but dude i don't know i'm super high on sanhagen sanhagen's tough oh man. he's a
0: stud dude he's he's got so many tricks on his feet too. Uh-huh. you can tell he just works hard he's got good grappling yeah uh he's a fucking it's super
1: underrated grappling i think yeah i think that's probably his best skill that people just don't even realize yeah really good fucking grappling so that card's starting
0: to fucking be sweet so we got henry cheeto Got our boy mario dude it's gonna be so sweet. I remember seeing Uriah at the Uriah at the uh, airport, we've always been cool with Uriah. And he's uh, like, "Yeah, you guys, you guys know uh Mar the Mario." I'm like, "We're like, yeah, he's pretty good."
1: And we're like, <laughs> Oh fuck! Why would they match Cody up with Mario that's, right now, bro? That's rough. Cause like, so we know Mario. We know how tough he is. We know how good he is. Yeah, what he's got like three first round finishes in his last like three fights at the UFC. That is nuts. But probably the common fan doesn't really know Mario yet. Ooh. You know, it's probably like me. Like, most people don't know who I am yet, but it's like if I was fighting a super high level guy, he'd be like, Oh, why the hell did you guys give me this tough bastard? Like, Mario's just tough and he's yeah. good and he's long and he's, he's big for the weight class.
0: Finally, he's getting big. He's, yeah. He's been, I think, working with Jarrett for a while uh-huh. now. And now he's getting strong and durable, hard worker. Yep. Uh,
1: I think he might f- fucking finish Cody. I think he will. Yeah. I think Cody might eat a knee trying to chuck his little overhand mario yeah. might be all spunky bounce right up there on him yeah
0: and then we got uh we got a uh, rob font and song Yadong. people are counting out rob font for some reason song Yadong's really short he has an explosive style with his yeah. hooks and stuff but rob font he Super, fucking has a good jab dude he's a good, good jab, jab in boxing yeah. yes and that could be the could be the downfall of that because if i had to pick in that fight
1: i would pick rob font to beat him that's what i think I think if you're just a long range guy against those like short kind of explosive power punchers like that Mm -hmm. that i think that's what wins i think he just eats 50 jabs around and that's kind of the fight yeah unless he can wrestle up font you know he's that alpha male they got good wrestling there Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. that could maybe be the case too yeah
0: for sure so did you guys hear anything about the that missing submarine stuff
1: oh yeah we were actually just talking about that last night
0: i forgot my computer so i can't really look into it so gnarly that would be the, uh, That's which my would, you, would you rather fear. get stuck down there in a submarine or burned to death?
1: Burned to death, they'd be quicker. Those guys are Ouch. just running out of oxygen. And then you got to think about this. We were talking about this last night. So say there's six of them, however many there is, and they have two days of oxygen. Well, if I kill half the people, I got fucking four days now to figure it out. So what are you, are you guys just kind of looking around the corner like, yo, sorry, I'm breathing, it? but don't kill me. God, dude. At I might that just point, open up a door and let my head crush.
0: Yeah, at that point, it's like, okay, how good of boys are you? Because if you're a squad, it's like, we're going down together, boys. Or if it's like a bunch of acquaintances or kind of douchey, it's like. "Ah, Everybody's making fun of it. I wonder, because they were saying there's a bunch of rich people on there. So I think that's why, like, everybody's just kind of making memes and stuff about it. Like, they're not Uh even like. It's like a billionaire's down there. Yeah, they're not even being empathetic about it. Yeah. But wow. so people kind of like don't care in a weird way because it's a bunch of rich people. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird, dude. Well, I wonder what went wrong
1: to where they just got lost. I wish I fucking had my computer. They to got eaten up. by some big ass sea monster. Oh god. Yeah, we don't be know s- what's at the bottom of the ocean. Zero clue. Some fucked up shit down there, I bet. Loch mess. the Loch mess? <laughs> yeah, mermaids. Don't, don't. 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 <laughs> no fucking mermaids. Oh, sirens. <laughs> yeah, hot mermaids.
0: <laughs> uh I I, I turned on the show the other day it popped up on I think it was Hulu but it's called the curious case of Natalia Grace and it was this family this rich family I haven't finished it yet I don't want to spoil it too much but it's this rich family um everything's going good in their life they're making a lot of money and then they they're like why don't we just adopt and bring another kid save save another kid bring them into our good life they get they research a couple adoption places get these papers fly to Florida to get this small person it's a small person and they think she's six years old she's six years old so they go there the other family has bula. no the other family that had this girl just drops her off and leaves they don't say nothing so they get this girl this little they think it's a six-year-old a really little cute small person and then they get it back and everything's good for like a day or two and then this this little small person tries to like do different shit to where it tries to kill their kids and then they wake up a couple times and that little small person has a knife in their room saying i'm waiting for you guys to go to bed i'm gonna kill you is this real real
1: oh shit
0: and then they bring her to a, <laughs> a, a psychologist stuff and they say she's a little <laughs> sociopath and then they freak out because they go okay we're gonna give you a shower little six-year-old we're gonna yeah sh- she has a full bush what so they're like what the fuck she's got a full bush
1: at six years old she
0: can't be like she's, she's probably 30 and something. then and then later they find a, a her her panties or whatever, and there's period blood in it. So then they start freaking out, and then I guess this girl's like way older, way older, and she's a sociopath. She has fucked up shit going on in her thoughts. And they go to this, bring her to a psychologist, a psychiatrist, and stuff, and they're like, "You guys need to be careful with your life. Like, you guys need to.
1: That thing's trying to kill I, you. At a certain point, you're just like dropping it off in back. the woods. Well, I'm moving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. well maybe,
0: maybe in the
1: put it down. I mean.
0: I would fly, I would fly it back. It's not a dog. <laughs> I'd fly it back to that fucking that spot and drop it yeah, off. Yeah, refund. But then I think later in the documentary it starts to get get weird to where they can't find papers on this girl. They can't find anything she's from Ukraine. Um and then they try to get weird like the family was doing something fucked up. And someone's lying in the whole thing. But I yeah. haven't finished it yet. If you guys want to check it out, The Curious oh, Case of Natalia Tigers. I
1: can't watch shit like that.
0: I, I was thinking I about it in my out. sleep. I was like, God. sounds like and, a scary movie, huh? Yeah. yeah. A cute, cute little fucking midget that you're like, oh, she's harmless, but then she's just doing like it's demonic like, no. shit. No,
1: I'm putting on Love Island instead, man. <laughs> yeah, I like Love Island. I love
0: Love Island. I'm waiting for the new uh Love is Blind to come out with our boy Josh Demas. Well he they oh, they, they reshot a new yeah. one. Yeah.
1: I forgot that he was on that that's
0: awesome dude uh yeah turn that mic a little bit but yeah he he uh Josh has lost a lot of weight because of that show (laughs) I think stress and hate and they try to he said they're they before you go on those shows they have you see a psychologist and they ask like what how would you deal with hate online and stuff and he's like I'm fine I'm solid I'm a wrestler like okay so they make him out to be the bad guy so he doesn't commit suicide I mean, they check to make sure he's mentally stable. So, all right, he's going to be the bad guy. (laughs)
1: That's crazy. That is wild that that's how they do that. Yeah. So does he look pretty bad on the season? Does he think the
0: first one? They're like, oh yeah, they make him look like a fucking douche. But we know the real Josh. He's cool. Uh, Sweet tooth lately? You got a bad sweet tooth after dinner and shit? What do you usually do, Mike and Uh, I? Dude, I eat
1: candy actually. All in camp really? Like the only time I cut it out of the diet Is on fight week Is that why your teeth Are rotting Yeah probably We'd last time you with the dentist Same. Oh dude So actually I, had, oh, I know you I, had, I hadn't been to the dentist In a while mm-hmm. Like, I just don't like the dentist. I, re- I really don't. I'm not, I don't have like a weird bugaboo about it. And it's like, it's not enjoyable, man. I'm sitting there. I'm like, ah, mm, yeah. and it's like, I don't, my teeth don't hurt. I don't have cavities. They're wide enough. Mm-hmm. I brush them twice a day. Like, I'm good. But, uh, went to, went to the dentist, uh, a couple months ago. It was actually a funny story how we met our dentist. My buddy Zach, who I wrestled with in college, uh, invited this girl over to my mom's house when we were like drinking over there on a Sunday. But he got so drunk at like 10 AM. He passes out. Literally in, like, our guest bedroom at my mom's house. Someone knocks at the door. We didn't know he invited a girl over. So we, like, answered like, yeah, what's up? And she's like, is Zach here? And I was like, uh, he's sleeping. Why? And she's like, oh, he invited me over. We were supposed to hang out today. She was, like, in dental school. Her and Emily become, like, friends. Kind of just, like, hanging out. She didn't know anybody. So Emily's a sweetheart, you know? So she, like, befriends this girl that showed up for my drunk buddy who's passed out. And now she owns, like, a... Uh, Dental What do you even call it She owns her own Like dentist office In Scottsdale So that's where we go now She's awesome yeah
0: Damn So you you go there And get your cavities filled And stuff
1: Dude so I haven't had a cavity I didn't have a cavity I hadn't been in the dentist For like eight years Went there No cavities What the fuck dude I wonder if like And I eat candy Every day bro i eat one <laughs> snickers bar and
0: i got like six cavities my teeth start fucking falling Dude, and i eat the
1: ones that like like i don't really eat chocolate and stuff like that i'm like sour patch kids gummy worms like i get the ones that are like stuck in your teeth warheads yes like <laughs> just all the worst things
0: for you just chomping on warheads uh-huh. can you turn the mic like this mic to the blue, light? Oh, so to the blue light. light blue light so you uh so you so you you get a little sweet tooth you go to the gas station what do you usually get
1: So if we go to the gas station, my new thing is they've got these things called like sour kicks and they're like just little gummy shoes that are like a little bit sour. Mm -hmm. But what Emily and I have been doing is we've been going to that like world cost market. Have you guys ever been there? Yes. Yeah. So you can get all these like foreign candies. Mm -hmm. So I'll, grab a thing of candy from like every country it's like we got the mexico we got like the Tahitan and peach pea rings then uh germany they've got like those like they're almost like sweet tart ropes mm-hmm. but it's like a horrible version those ones are solid and will you put those all down
0: in one session or we'll save them for a couple
1: nights ah oh, it depends yeah it, this kind of depends if i'm in like camp or not right like like right now dude i'll smack through like 60 bucks of candy in a day holy <laughs> and then you still got abs which is bullshit dude i i just freaking burn it through the i think it's the asian in me man because it's like my whole mom's side is ripped like my uncle is like 50 got a six pack can do a backflip on a snowboard then i got my dad's white jeans too and he that whole side of the family they're all like obese with fucking uh diabetes so i think i just got lucky getting my mom's side of the genetics because i'll
0: eat one little bag of p rings or mike and ike's or something and literally my teeth will start fucking hurting and then my tits just start sagging jiggle One bag. jiggly ass <laughs> yeah I just like I like balloon up it's so fucking that's weird. hot though some people are into that is it yeah some big ol' ass and some saggy titties on a dude. <laughs> I asked uh Schmitty this the other day if you could make it only fans but it mostly guys subscribe but you make 1500 a month would you do it just 1500 uh, you say 1500 all you gotta do is post once a week
1: Ah, uh, I don't I don't know man let's go three grand <laughs>
0: Do post I gotta
1: do I, do I gotta be like fucking Mike Concho? <laughs> Interact with Gary? Spread, I went spread eagle. Oh, cause you do that on OnlyFans, right? Like you have to like talk to those people. It's not like an Instagram yeah. where you can just like post. Exactly. I don't know, man. What's the number? What's the number? <laughs> do like people find out about it? like is it on like hey mma fighter <laughs> magic legs got an only man 20 grand a month oh no i gotta talk to it can i get emily in there on there no it's, it's a gay thing i don't uh, <laughs> <laughs> listen i don't got any problem with the gays but i don't i don't know if i want them looking at my poop shoot right yeah and
0: you got your son in a couple years being like
1: dad what the
0: fuck my dad's a gay <laughs> Um, I got this ninja creamy though, and I just get raw milk. Oh yeah, I saw that you got that. This thing you could do in fight camp. You, could, I've been doing one legit every single night. It's yeah. raw milk. Pick whatever protein you want. Uh-huh. Blend it up. Put it in this little cup. Freeze it overnight. And I bought like six of those cups, so it can have a tons of the uh, yeah. Let it sit out for fifteen minutes. You put it in the the this machine, ninja creamy, uh-huh. and it blends it to just perfect ice cream. It's literally ice cream, and you can add a. Uh, you can add add add-ins if you want. So you can add co- you could add cookies, you could add strawberries, you could add yeah. whatever you want. I need to get one of those. They're still there. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna text that guy. I got a, a mirror a guy coming to put a mirror in my garage at my gym. Um, uh, sorry guys. <laughs> no, that's cool, yeah. man. That'd be something
1: good for you to do, Mike. Like a candy, you could can sell candy. That's, that's like what I'm thinking. Signature candy. Can uh Huh. If I get if I get big enough, I start magic magic mic pops. It could be a sucker that's shaped like a wiener.
0: Uh (laughs) Uh Yeah, that ninja creamy though, dude. It's like it's you can make any ice cream, any blizzard you want, and it's just fucking protein. Bryce
1: was saying because he's got one of those, and Bryce was saying that he uh, what's it called? Puts like fruit in it and, and so sorbet. yeah so he will just like mix that in and it'll be something like that super easy but it's yeah. like anything that's like frozen especially when you're cutting weight like i'll like take my protein shakes and i'll throw i'll like throw it in the freezer so after practice i like can eat it slower mm-hmm. and it's cold and it feels better you know shit like that yeah especially being an az
0: yeah so if you're a big a big uh a big fat ass or something out there and you having trouble with the sweets i would suggest getting a ninja creamy you still have the sweets and then it just won't be blasting you with
1: sugar yeah i need i need to try that because emily and i will like we live close to like a dq so we'll be like hey ooh, you want to go get a blizzard still hitting the blizzards oh yeah Fuck, I oh haven't. yeah i
0: haven't hit a blizzard in a
1: minute what do you mean let's go get one right now oh god <laughs> so if i good. had your jeans dude they're so good they change your life <laughs> they are good what do you get, usually do for the blizz i get like a reese's one i'm a big peanut butter fan oh, yeah. if i'm feeling real froggy i'll have them throwing brownie bites mm-hmm.
0: Is your dogs like peanut butter a lot too
1: <laughs> yours do, <laughs> <laughs> yours do <Mitch. laughs>
0: yeah i usually i usually go for the oreo the
1: the oreo type shit it's oh speaking of dogs you you saw our new puppy that we just got yeah mm-hmm. she's getting her ears cropped right now i feel, feel how much bad. is that uh i want to say it's like 1500 bucks it's more expensive than i thought it was gonna be mm-hmm. you know what i mean i'm like you're just taking it off but those corsos man and did they, they put her to sleep? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's surgery. Oh. Okay. Dude, and I think it's kind of long. Like, we dropped her off at 8, and they're like, we'll call you around 2. I'm like, what made you to make that decision? Uh, So, I don't live in, like, I don't live in a bad neighborhood, but I definitely don't live in, like, the best neighborhood. You know what I mean? Like, I, I've got, like, some crackheads that, like, roll down my street and shit like that. But Emily was, like, going on a run one time, and luckily she carries with her. You know what I mean? So she's got this, like, thing where she straps it to her belly and then we've just got, like, a gun right there so if somebody tries to do something, because, you know, people are just getting kidnapped. You know, like, girls are just disappearing and Emily is hot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she for sure would get kidnapped. Mm-hmm. And she got, like, followed by a van for, like, a mile. Damn. Like, the dude just, like, kept coming around another corner, same van, checking on her and stuff like that. That, and then it's, like... We got crackheads around and stuff, and it's so like you want to look
0: at that dog and say, "I'm not fucking around,
1: with dude." It. Yeah, you're not coming. You're not coming by somebody that's got a dog like that. Like that's the type of dog that like somebody will cross the street, but we're we're paying a trainer right now because also the other end that you have to look at it is like they're such protectors and they're so loyal to their people that they're maybe not great to guess. You know what I mean? And we're so, so such social people, yeah. And so we're working with like a, a dog trainers that we like because a dog that big can be like a liability you know what i mean like they it's said the those corso right yeah connie corso so those uh their bites on them are stronger than a lion's oh yeah dude they're gnarly athletes and like you can already see it with her she's like 10 weeks and she's like juking out her other dogs mm-hmm. when jimmy was 10 weeks old he was falling over his own paws yeah
0: cause he got, <laughs> you know? he got two poodles yeah also.
1: yeah yeah so, so how
0: much is that trainer once a week uh
1: yeah so it's like once a week till she's like 16 weeks and we're paying it like two grand so it's is a decent amount but also if you put in the work when they're so young like this while they're like imprinting on you and they really trust you mm-hmm. and you build that relationship with them really early on it's super easy to like fall back on anything like hey if she's like maybe getting a little rowdy with somebody that i don't want her to and she's got like a command boom there she goes mm-hmm. you know and they listen really well they're really smart dogs i wouldn't say they're as smart as are like golden doodles i wouldn't say that but they're just different you know what i mean like they're still very responsive to everything they do but they're stubborn
0: mm-hmm. stubborn like they're not stupid but they're just like why would i listen
1: to you bitch? yeah yeah like they're just testing you the whole time dude and then they do little things like this dog trainer notice because she she'll just go over to harley's she won't do it to jameson because jameson fucked her up one time but she'll go over to harley's dog food bowl and like kind of push harley out of the way and start eating it and he's like no he's like put an end into that right now mm-hmm. he's like she's punking her Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. like harley's like the sweetest dog of all time scared of her own shadow getting pumped by a little 20 pound <laughs> conic corso that's how beetle is too
0: she'll run our poodles right off their food yeah uh so what are you gonna treat yours are you gonna treat yourself with to anything nice or are you just gonna put your money in the bank and let uh, it sit? try to invest in something what
1: yeah so so i think i'm gonna try to uh, this money i think is gonna sit emily and i are going on like a four-day vacation up in a uh, What's it called up in Sedona? So that'd be cool. Like I'm sure we'll spend too much money on like dinners and shit like that. But but that'd be fun and like pool pool drinks and stuff. But I think we're gonna try to let this sit. And what we want to do is buy another house. So maybe next fight check along with this one, I'll be able to put a fat down payment on like a really nice home, Mm -hmm. and then we rent ours out. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to sell our house, lose that value. Like I want to just like actually gain property Mm -hmm. you know what i mean because real estate there's i'm not i don't know anything about investing but i talked to emily's family who's pretty good with money and they're like just keep buying real estate every single time you can like it's just such a good investment over the long haul yeah i mean that's a, I always and if shit hits a fan and i have a house paid off hey at least (laughs) at least i'm not homeless yeah exactly you know exactly because are you guys going to airbnb it or just rent it no probably want to find like a like a small like single family to to rent it I was like kinda talking to Bryce about it. He's like, would you like rent it to like any of the fighters? I was like, I, I, I don't think so, man. Yeah.
0: Like unless i also some like
1: Ezra. Or... Yeah, unless it's Ezra, then I'm then I'm cool with it. But yeah. it's like I don't also I don't want to like have somebody on the team be like, Dude, Mike, I can't pay rent this month. And then it's like I understand. Yeah. I'd so understand and like, Yeah, man, that's go okay. Good, you better go get a job at Taco Bell then. Yeah. <laughs> You Big know Ashley I mean?
0: Gooch, you don't want to rent it to Big Gooch? Absolutely
1: not. I do not want a fighter house. Dude, and fighters are so grimy. Yeah. Like, you know me, like, my clothes are color-coordinated. Like, I don't even use... Our dishwasher is a drying rack. Like, I literally hand wash everything. Like, our house is very clean. Fighters are not... They're grimy, dirty folks. Yeah, and that's why it's like, with those poodles, they don't shed at all. But now yeah. you're in King Corso. So I guess they don't shed that bad. Uh-huh. It's like, they go through, like, their two seasons. But, yeah because emily like she'll hold her and she's got her puppy coat so she's losing a lot of it already Uh but like emily will have on a shirt and she's like oh my god she's like what did we sign up for (laughs) (laughs) so how many times a week do you uh uh grill i would say like if i'm in camp eating like steak and chicken i'm probably i'm probably smoking all my food on like a Sunday, like i've got that big offset smoker that got built for me so it's like i literally make like a real fire in this thing i smoke like oh, the, is it pellets or no no so so i have a traeger right that's a pellet smoker then i have a kamado style cooker which is like essentially a big weber kettle style grill so you can smoke on that or you can grill on it but then this offset what it is it's a firebox on one side and then it goes into a bigger tube like a old empty propane tank or something like that and then it goes out to a smokestack. So you literally start a fire out of like real logs. So I have a wood dealer. I didn't even know that was a thing. So I literally have to hit this guy up. He gets me like aged. Cause if I just go to like Circle K and buy the wood there, like that's not good. Wood. Good wood, Yeah, like your food will just taste like shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like I've gotta buy like pecan wood from this dude who ages it out in Mexico. And Damn. it's like kiln aged and stuff like that. So it's like I buy this. So I make a fire out of that. And then it's, so it's literally just as indirect as can. And so it's got the big smokestack and a little door. So that's the only way to control the temperature, how big the log is, how open the door is and like how much your like like smokestack is open. That's pretty badass. Who taught you how to do that? YouTube. Mm -hmm. Yeah, essentially. And then, uh, the dude who made it for me, um, his name's Ty Cranmore. He runs like fat ox barbecue out here. Awesome food. Um, what's he actually used to, did you ever go to that saucy Luke? Barbecue joint? I don't think I remember. Okay, that. they they used to work together before they had, like, a falling out. But anyways, so he actually works with that Eric's Family Barbecue. Oh, I've been there. Fun. Yeah. Yeah, so he, he'll, like, help them out and stuff like that. But he's a really good cook. So it's, like, after he told me he was making me one, I was, like, oh. I was, like, well, i got to learn how to do it. So he let me go over to his place and was, like, all right, we're going to throw a bunch of brisket, pork butts. Like, he was, like, catering for an event. So I sat with him for a day. It's not too hard to learn how to do like the fire management like there's some tricks you got to learn how to do so you're not getting like dirty smoke Mm -hmm. but the all the food stuff you just got to play with it yeah it's so nice that lee bones fine meats they always hook you up they give you a tomahawk
0: and you're like the tomahawks are so badass
1: jason's the man too yeah i've worked with jason for like four years yeah lee bones fine meats i think it's
0: 83rd and union hills yeah yep in 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 uh, Glendale, I think yeah, it is, it's or? it's solid. Tell, tell them that we sent you in there. They'll give you like ten percent off. Yeah, for real. So God, I miss I miss you were doing on YouTube for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, what was it called again? Cooking and kicking. I
1: liked it. I, I did too. It's man. just a lot of work. Oh. It's so much work. And that's what I told people. I was like, like Marcus is kind of doing it right now, but Marcus is doing it way smarter. He's like doing like all these like meals inside that take thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. Like if I was gonna walk you through like how to do a brisket, I'm essentially filming for fourteen hours. Fuck. You know what I mean? Like, that's a whole day. Even if I'm doing a short cook on a smoker, which would be like ribs, Mm -hmm. ribs can take six hours. I can get them done in four. But even that, that's four to six hours out of the day that I'm doing something. So when I started cooking and kicking, it was right after I had my second shoulder surgery. And I was like bored. And honestly, dude, I was like, I went through like a little bit of a depression there for like a bit. Like I didn't realize it at the time, but like I was sad because I wasn't training. And then it it didn't heal the same. I was like, fuck, dude, I'm not healing the same because I'm 30 years old now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? As opposed to when I had my shoulder surgery when I was 20, you know? So I had all this downtime. Emily's at work. And then not only was she at work, Emily was putting herself through esthetician school too on top of work. So she would leave in the morning to work out. And you'd be jacking off how many times a day? Bro, I, try, I would try not to. You know what I mean? But you because, get bored. Because, well, yeah, but then you get bored, I don't know, maybe two, three times a day. And then you're really depressed. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, I hate myself. <laughs> and then you're not having sex because you jerked off. You know what I mean? So it's, it's like a vicious cycle. It is. But yeah, Emily would leave at like 5 a.m. to go work out. Then she'd go to work 8 to 4. And then she'd go to the school from 5 to 9. And so, dude, she was gone from five in the morning to nine at night every single day. And you're just throwing yourself around the house crying. Yeah, I'm just like trying to find pain pills. (laughs) I'm like, I got I'm like, I got to do something fucking different than this. So that's when I started doing it. And that like it it was weird. It gave me like a little bit of a purpose again, Mm -hmm. you know, because also I didn't like going to the gym when I couldn't work out. Like I like helping out. I like coaching and stuff like that. But then I just kind of get pissed. You get bitter. You know what I mean? And it's like you see these, like, new, like, 55ers who will do, like, a fight camp at the gym and stuff like that. I'm like, I fucked this guy up, but I can't right now. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, I'm, then I'm more sad. Yeah. I mean, maybe you could do something. Maybe you could get back on
0: cooking with Mike and do it when the meat's done or something, maybe to keep going with it. Because it was good it was good yeah. people don't realize how long youtube takes a girl yeah. it's like well dude it's a grind
1: well and then it was kind of expensive right because it's like i don't know how to edit that so it's like i'm paying this dude like 150 bucks a week to like edit a video or some shit like that which isn't anything for a video mm-hmm. but still i was like okay 600 I'm a month and then and then i was like posted on youtube it get 100 views mm-hmm. but then i posted it on my instagram and get like a little reel, get like ten thousand views i was like mm-hmm. this why am i putting this on youtube then you know and then instagram you don't get paid yeah but youtube eventually will get paid Uh-huh. but so. yeah it was tough it was it was fun though man i really enjoyed it and like i always tell people like if you're ever getting like cocky about yourself record yourself talking into a camera <laughs> right and tell me how fucking stupid you sound <laughs> your
0: insecurities <laughs> come out quick
1: dude. And, it's, and then it's hard right like we're doing this but we're having a conversation but when there's just a camera right there and it's just you yeah like to make something how do i know if what i said was actually funny yeah. how do i know if i'm if i sound really stupid or like, I remember I did like a whole, I did like a whole episode, tripod, cut off like the top third of my head. And I did beef ribs. I was like 12 hour cook or some shit like that. I was like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you, do you watch any comedians or? Uh, so I don't really keep up with comedy like too much. Like I'll see it if I'm scrolling on Instagram. I saw you guys had Andrew Schultz came in here. Yeah. I went and saw him when he was in Phoenix. He's good. Me, me and Bryce and a couple other buddies went, oh my God, he's funny.
0: He's one of the best. He, I mean, he's live he's fucking hilarious yeah theo vaughn's one of the best too. when when he
1: starts like shitting on people too that's almost like the best like obviously their runs are good like when they get up and talk and have their skit and stuff like that but then when they start like interacting with a, a crowd yeah i think that's when you really see how good people are
0: yeah in arizona
1: too they like started bringing up like tent city and he's like any of you guys go out tent city some dude raises his hand he's like ah would you get sent out there dy and he's like ah heroin and he's like using or selling he's like both and then he's like here we go and he's like what's the most fucked up vein you ever put it in like just immediately jumps to that the guy says his dick and andrew schultz is over there He's like, "Mm, yeah it's
0: fucking good that's why i like theo vaughn's pod he's just like He's just so funny. He doesn't even laugh at his own jokes, especially his solo pods. Like people don't understand that
1: how much of a skill that is. How much of a skill that? Like, dude, Chell Sonnen, how does he do that? Like, yeah, you know Chell, but it's like just he literally looks at a wall and has an hour long <laughs> <laughs> conversation yeah. with himself.
0: And just goes off about random shit. It's funny.
1: You've got to maybe be a little narcissistic to have to be able to do shit like that. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. So, all
0: right, boys, we're about out of the hour. We're still, I'm trying to figure out what camera to buy is going to be best, but I think I found the one um, and we're going to get it. So then we can do longer pods because these cameras overheat. So the cameras overheat. Oh, what? Cause what happened to your Instagram? You got, you had an Instagram, it, someone hacked it. Yeah. And then that Instagram got verified.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so I had an Instagram, got hacked, had to make another one, lost and all my had, followers. Yeah. And then I finally was like getting my other one built up. Then they fucking verify My other Instagram, (laughs) but then actually I got lucky. So Bellator actually fixed it for me. They contacted Instagram. They combined my two. So I still got verified, combined my two. I gained like a couple thousand followers. You know what I mean? So they,
0: how did they combine I have no idea. Oh, that's pretty cool.
1: Witchcraft. But yeah, now I just got my one Instagram that I originally had to begin with. What is it? Uh, Magic Mike MMA. Magic Mike underscore MMA. Magic Mike underscore MMA. Give him
0: a follow. Follow along. Uh, there's a very high chance that uh, Mikey could be the champion. So follow him along early. Check out his career, and uh, thanks for coming on, brother. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. And then check it out, my bookie guys, and then also the newsletter, weekly newsletter. I've been working hard on it every week. I've enjoyed doing it. It comes out every week and it's free. And then uh, Patreon.com/slash Redhawk Academy. If you want to really support, content's going up there all the time. All right, hit that subscribe button. We'll see you next week. Love you. Bye bye. Peace.